ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another week of... Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't... Serve... Below! No, you can't. That's right. No way, man. How are you doing today, Will? I'm doing all right, Timmy. How about yourself, sir? I'm okay. Yeah. A little full. Yeah, a little full? A little full. A little full of what? Um... Sauce, cheese, and bread, and meatballs. Mostly oh, bread. That sounds Mostly bread. That sounds personal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Timmy, what are we going to talk about today, man? Well, I thought we would try to touch on some school-age depression or some maybe some mental health um, situations as far as, uh, again, like, you know, school-age, more like middle school age kids and and try to um try to get a little bit of uh a little push out there for maybe some parents who are looking to um further their education in turn they can talk to their kids um but it kind of started with uh my son has uh learned some stuff in health class and he talks to me about it and um I thought it might be a good idea to use some of that information that he has and bring it here to the um, four people that listen to the podcast. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Actually, today we got a special guest here with us. Very special guest. Very special guest. Uh, Tim's younger, uh, better looking uh, <laughs> um, specimen over here. Specimen. <laughs> Ouch. Hey. You know. I, well, I didn't know how far you wanted to go with names. With yeah. I, did. I was trying to. That's, yeah, I was that's leaving good. that in your park. Um, I haven't. Uh, I'm looking at the. I believe it's the April 2020 issue of Psychology Today. And Yes, it is. And there is a article in there by Allison Escalante, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, but anyways, she has an article. It's um, discussing why kids' depression goes unnoticed. And she talks about how parents miss signs of depression in their child far more than they realize. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So uh, real quick, I want to just read this um, kind of scary statistic. Um, I'll just read the whole paragraph. It says... Parents are not mind readers, and many children, for a variety of reasons, work to minimize or conceal entirely their despair. But with depression and suicide on the rise in children, the recognition of the disorder has become a matter of urgency. According to a recent survey, one in four children in middle school or older knows a peer with depression. So that's one in four, and then one, wow. one in ten knows someone who has died by suicide. One in ten. Wow, one in ten. I, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm saddened by that number, but I'm not shocked by that number because 
I, I, I've said it more times now than I think I care to remember that I think more of us have been touched by it than haven't been at this point. So the one in ten really doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it's scary. It is at very scary. That age, you know, it's like what, where did that even become an option? Yeah, I, I don't know. So, as as a middle school age kid, <laughs> um, I'm trying. Today, Will. I'm trying to figure out what what we're trying to what we're calling you. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Like I'm ready to say. Or not a middle a middle school age. He's a 13 year old boy. We'll say. Okay. So. What do you hear in your hallways from kids your age? If anything. If any if anything. If you hear anything at all. Like yeah, I don't I don't like like suicide wise? Uh, anything mental health related. Like do you hear kids talk about depression? Do you hear And do you if do you hear them talk about it and then knowing what you know from what your dad has told you or what you've heard from us or what you heard in in health class? Do you see the correlations of actual, like, of factual, of factual existence of those types of conditions, or is it more of something else? Oh, boy, that was a lot. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, and you, I, and, no. and I apologize because like, I get yelled at all the time for talking over kids' heads. And do you, just, do you um, I don't know. Do you see or hear anything as far as maybe, like, kids saying, oh, man, I'm... I'm so so uh, so out of it today. I'm just trying to run the class. I got you know book reports due and all this other stuff. You know tests and I guess feeling any kids yeah, are overwhelmed or rushing, stressing. Uh, definitely because of the the like how you you can so for being like being late to class and stuff, and then parents uh, like talking to their kids about like grades and stuff. They want to keep their grades like higher. And I think we get like two two minutes or or like three to go from our to from the class to our locker to the other class and, and right. our school is huge, and three lates is a, a detention a like a lunch detention so that's like obviously that's taking right. lunch so away the, you don't want right. that there's, there's yeah. definitely added pressure onto the you know right the day. To speed up the time. right sure right. rush 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 yeah. Which adds to the stress, which well, adds sure. to the anxiety. Right. Did I forget my homework? Did I left my book in my locker? Yeah. Did the, I, like, the dog ate it, whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever excuses get used now. Well, there's a lot of pressure, I think, like he was saying on, on you know, I know they even, they've discussed a lot of, um, even like, uh, like, where do you want to go as far as college goes, you know, in eighth grade. Yeah. Which oh, I, wow. I mean, maybe it's not, I, but I, I feel it's a little early to really be, you know, it's 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 not bad to throw it out there and just say, hey, you know, think about, you know, or but but to to make it like um, really prevalent throughout the day, I feel could again just add more pressure and stress. I, you know, I don't know because I it, like I'm so happy that I got out before any of this <laughs> happens. Yeah. And I really am. Like, I would not want to go back right. they have today. A, they definitely ever. have it a lot tougher. I would not want to be more of everything. now. Just, like, everything. Like, I would not want social media. I would well, not there's want that, any too, yeah. I, mean, think I would of that. not want any of it. Like, 
So it's like, I'm so glad that I don't have to be a kid now. But I, I see the stress, though, that even just state test takes on a third third grader. Yeah. My kid's even talking about it. Yeah, and I'm like, don't worry about the state test. Yeah. I hate the state test. I'm like, if you, take, if you get a bad grade on the state test, I said you just get extra help. What, mandatory to take it? It's now mandatory, so you can't opt out of it. Oh, because if you that. opt out of it, it's a now a state, like the, like a, not a state, it's like a, like the, the like high a, school will give a test to you. So you have to take a test either way. Whether one way or another, <clears> you're getting <throat> a test. Which is stupid. Well, plus, don't forget, you're going to have to take SATs, too. Before you leave high school, if yeah. you're going to go to college, so right, I get that. That's that's yeah. So but some I just, of this is leading up to that. Sure, some, some of it is, but there's but it's hyper spread. It's hyper sped. Now. There's also different ways to prepare, you know, someone for a test. So how does that play into to to the mental health? Where do you like, like, where do you like? How bad does it make it? For you, like the like the state tests or yeah, like just, just like just the pressure that the teachers put on you, and just the fact that you don't have like that more, you know, within that two minutes you got to be boom, boom, boom on. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that like? How does that make you feel? Just like uh, I don't know. I it's I get stressed because I don't I don't want the I don't want to be the class like because then they they like they they get like snotty like they make like snotty comments like like why are you class like why are you class late um but like are you are you talking more about the like the state tat like the state tat just any of the anxiety that school brings on because uh, there's so much of it i yeah there, there's so much of it to pick apart i would say homework and like tests because they like some classes they'll like t- they'll tell you like mention of the whole class that some like people are doing really bad in the class and then you think it's you which i think it is because some classes i'm like i have a lower grade but, and they'll um, say that people are doing bad yeah and they'll say that right. that that <laughs> that, <laughs> that our podcast is going to get pulled yeah <laughs> yeah by who <laughs> well I, I, there's a few things that um that's really cool actually yeah. what is oh yeah, yeah that's it's like grass yeah kind of <laughs> There's a few things that uh, a standardized test can't measure, like uh, compassion, kindness, um, self-esteem, which I think is is a big thing. Um, self-esteem, and, I think, is actually the biggest. Yeah, for sure. Um, compassion. Did I say compassion? Yeah. Kindness. Um, manners. Empathy in there. Empathy is in there. Um, creativity. Um, resilience just a few that um, you know again things that I you know just because I I don't think I'm the only one but just because I say that these things are important doesn't necessarily mean that they are but now now it's I'm just looking at this uh, I have this children's mental health what every policymaker should know a brief uh, that was put out by the National Center for Children in Poverty uh, from Columbia University back in 2010 now, back in 2010, um, the onset of major mental illness may occur as early as 7 to 11 years old. And that was in 2010, <laughs> before we were even talking about, yeah. like, I mean, 2010, what, what was 2010? I know. That wasn't anything in... 10 in years this. ago. 10 yeah, years was, ago, and we weren't <laughs> talking about this. 
I mean, when you really think about right, it, that's, yeah. that's how crazy it is. And I hate to use that word, but... That's, but. uh, yeah. I wonder if we could go back onto that site and see if there's a, uh, an updated of that age range it. now. Seven. What was that, 7 to 10? Yeah. Just to seven see to if 11. it... Or 7, 7 to 11. 11. See if it changed in, yeah, in the, the matter of... of major mental illness may occur as early as 7 to 11. Roughly half of all lifetime mental health disorders start by the mid-teens. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that's why, like... I know that uh, self-harm is very prevalent. And I know that eating disorders are... So, and we were talking about this before we started rolling, actually. That I um, I recently took a, a mental health first aid training. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was eight hours long, which is one of the best programs I've ever been involved in ever uh Mahaney's of uh new york state man mental health association is that who it was through yeah it was awesome um joelle and matt big shout outs to them uh they did they're awesome teachers and uh the program is amazing but uh, i never had equated an eating disorder um with a mental health disorder and i i have no idea why it just was never on my radar and i i never really thought about it because I, I I probably just never looked at body dysmorphia like, yeah as, as I mean I as, guess it would be probably even kind of fit into like a subcategory of bullying what eating disorder could yeah well um, well bullying's but bullying I'm, is an action that can lead to certain well, reactions that goes, well that's what I'm saying you, but right I, but I think it could lead to that though is what I'm saying oh certainly that's what I'm trying to Bully, say oh yeah bullying at home could lead to an eating disorder well that's true yeah you that know? too well, you're not going to be a cheerleader if you don't fit into that dress yeah yeah you know <laughs> what I mean so it's but I never equated that I never put the for some reason I just never had eating disorder in any category until I went to mental health first aid even though they didn't do any parts of it because they actually had to condense the program a little bit to make it eight hours because it's a lot over. of stuff. Oh, there's so much stuff. Yeah. But it's so good. Um, that they didn't really cover much about eating disorders because they put a little bit more into substance use now and opioid stuff. How, um, if anybody, you know, would be interested in taking that, like if there's parents out there or whatever that... Uh, Mahaney's.org. Uh, that's the New York State. That's the Mental Health Association of New York State. Um, I don't have access to. No, that's all right. I just. Second. Maybe I saw it's it. like M Y H A. I forget what Mahaney stands for. M H. It's the Mental Health Association, New York State. Yeah, it's M H A N Y S dot org. And uh, you can go on their website and find their trainings. They do all kinds of trainings. Uh, there's some really great trainings that are are out there, but uh, some of them are not cheap. And if you're not in the in the field, sure, yeah, I get they're it. They're hard to. But at least you know, let's let's throw it out there. <laughs> and give these people an option if they're if they're interested. But if, they if want... you want free trainings, you can come to AFSP. We'll bring trainings to you for free. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we bring Talk Saves Lives. Uh, it, more than sad, it's real. And that uh, you go to the website? Too. Yeah, yeah. You Same thing, AFSP. Request. Yeah, AFSP.org. You just have to request a program or training. We'll bring trainings. We can do Talk Saves Lives to, you know, to a 500 pound. Yeah, 500 pounds. <laughs> 
to a 500 pound gorilla. 500 pound gorilla. <laughs> a 500 member organization over the course of a day. <laughs> yeah, that was man. awesome, though. That was awesome. Um, so in this uh, <laughs> in this article for the um, back to that article I was talking about the uh, why kids depression goes unnoticed. There's just a couple like highlights, um, like headlines, I guess you could say for each paragraph. I'm just gonna just uh, I'm just gonna read the headline. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but um, one of them is parents don't listen. Uh, one is parents try to fix them. Which definitely, I think, um, I'm probably even guilty of that. You know, you try and fix fix yeah. the problem instead of just uh, sitting and listening. Um, parents tell children that their feelings are temporary. Uh, the other one is parents don't check in again. So probably, uh, you know, they might check in once. And then, you know, after that, they kind of feel like maybe they... they, they they don't need to check they in They don't again. need to check in again, yeah. You they know. get busy. And I mean, it's all about conversation, so... It is. It's all about conversation, and it's all about picking up certain cues. Yeah, actually... But if you're, if you're too busy to pay attention, then you're not going to pick up any cues anyway, which makes it really hard. What do you need? No, I was going to just grab his paper and... Uh, oh, sorry. Just because I think there was, like, I some uh, it was in there, man. cues or... or um, let's see, what was it? Indicator. Yeah, was it indicators or risk factors? Maybe. So in the in the in the health class, they uh, learned some risk factors. You want to read those? Yeah, you can read my handwriting. Yeah. The so risk fa- risk factors: suicide attempt, relationship, access to harmful means, illness slash disability, death in the family, or bullying. Yeah. For sure, those are all. Uh, those oh are yeah, all those contribute. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, major stressful factors. Any anything stressful, especially at your age, and especially while you've got all the other stuff going on, because we don't mm-hmm. we don't we discount the hormonal. Well, sure. Part of it, and just the that the, at that age, most kids. Uh, well, most everything is is the end of the world. So well, that and it's like it's like they're the only ones in the world too. Well, you right, I mean? because it's there is school is their world. So right, if it happens at school, it is their world that's happening, even though we don't see it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I said, I would not want to be growing up now. <laughs> I'm grateful there's not many reminders left. <laughs> <laughs> so they also talked about um, depression, different types of depression, um, ma- like MDD, major depression disorder. Yep, major depressive disorder. Um, they talked about SAD. Oh, seasonal affective disorder. Yep. Um, oh, they put like some, uh, I, got, I don't know if they would classify those these as symptoms, like um, maybe signs to look out for, like... Uh, Irritability, irritability. Yeah, that's a good one. Loss of interest in activities. Unfortunately, though, some of these can be misconstrued with just normal teenage behavior. You're right, too, and, that's, and, and that's and I think that part that's another of, part of sure. The that's issue. why it's so difficult to try and uh, again, like you know, you can list a bunch of different things, but 
you know, if, if, if they're pulling out, if they're pulling away and like, you know, or if they're being feeling very stressed and overwhelmed, then, you know, it's hard to really, um, pinpoint, you know, I mean, it's just, there's so many variables to it, I guess, but I guess it can't hurt to be, um, mindful of some of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you got there? Uh, that is the Mental Health Association in New York. They have some stuff on there. But uh, it said half of all chronic mental illnesses begin by age 14, which is pretty hmm. pretty intense when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, but youth substance abuse uh, may be just an attempt to self-medicate symptoms of an undiagnosed mental illness also. Sure. I mean, I think adults do that. Well, yeah, absolutely. Certainly. And we have an easier time doing it. Well, yeah. We have the access Perfectly to it. Perfectly legal. We have the access to it. Which, yeah, this says half of all lifetime cases of anxiety disorders begin as early as age eight. Oh, sure. I Yeah. I would buy that. I mean, it all goes, yeah, you know see, what I mean? There it's, it is. Early signs of mental illness are often mistaken for typical characteristics for <laughs> childhood and adolescent development. Look at that. See, Will, that see class that. paid off. It did. <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's, but, no, it is. But when you it, think about it's all difficult. the factors that go into that, it's just, it's hard, man. It is hard. I, I couldn't even, it, it would be like six episodes to even try and come close to covering. True. I, I mean, there's just a lot. There's just having lot. conversations is the most important part. Yeah. Like the most important part of what we do is, is talking to each other because most of the time this is our therapy too. Sure. So, talking to each other helps so if we're talking to you and it helps you then you need to talk to other people um yeah i guess it would kind of be like the um uh what the heck is that that what does that affect you know if like um a butterfly the butterfly effect yeah (laughs) exactly as i'm saying yeah Yeah, the butterfly effect yes you know we talk about it maybe someone else will hear it and they might bring it up to somebody and you know, or we tell, you know, our kids and maybe they tell right. like their friends and. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, uh, so in an overview, so some of the signs to look out for in your kid are some of the signs that we would normally consider typical teenage behavior, man. Withdrawal, irritability, uh, lack of interest, uh, possibly locking him or herself in a room all the time, um, constant breakdowns or maybe um maybe outrages um but some of this stuff is typical like teenage behavior but oftentimes there could be underlying other factors that play into that like right. there could be lack of there could be sleep disturbances uh you would definitely notice a an issue with their attentive abilities and what they were able to to fulfill and what they were able to not do now, obviously, if they were like high-functioning teenagers and had jobs and everything else, you may not notice anything at all. Yeah, because they're because the, they're just going, and coming and going. That's it. Right. To do it, and if they stop, then they're forced to confront whatever it is they're whatever it is they're they're glossing over by working at it by working and studying and doing. I know all adults the other that stuff. do that. <laughs> I know plenty of adults that do that. Hell, I've been an adult that's done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it would start with kind of just, you know, like I do it to, to, 
to my son all the time. Like I'll ask him how he's doing or how his day was. And sometimes he gets frustrated because it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes you can, it's like maybe parents intuition you know like that one time you ask and if he's quiet or and just shrugs his shoulders it may be a different response that you know or it may throw a red flag i mean well we yeah get, we yeah. get yelled at all the time by my eight-year-old because yeah. she's going to be nine soon and we ask her i ask her every day if she's all right and she doesn't understand like a lot of it yet you know she's heard some stuff in the house that she probably shouldn't have heard that somewhere along the lines it's from us talking but yeah that's right but um i've kind of shielded her away from the the suicide thing just because it's you know death is a complicated enough it is topic for a young child to grasp but at the same time you know someone ending their own lives and she's going to be that age range, age well and not only that she also she also does need to know though she, she now she does know that her grandmother is severely mentally ill. She knows her brain does not work the way right. everybody else's does, and she knows that, and she knows that that's the reason. right. And that's a perfect way to you know her brain doesn't work the which same is, way everybody else's. Right, you which know is what I mean? How I've described it to her, and you know, I said it's just the way it is. And actually, I haven't spoken to her since the last time I spoke to her a couple of weeks ago, and we got into a fight on the phone. You're. Your mom, not yeah. your daughter. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> yeah. My mom, not my daughter. But what else you got over I there? Needed, I needed a break from it anyway. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I needed a break from it anyway. Because I got my own shit going on. <laughs> yeah, let me see that one. What is this? Two? This is... Uh... This is mental health issues and conditions in children and youth exposed to human-caused disasters. I mean, that's, you know, environment right there is basically what that's saying. In my well, yeah, you know, you also have an awful lot of natural disasters that we're exposed to. Plus, you have the constant, plus you have the constant assignment now of, you don't, you no longer have fire drills, you have shooting drills now. Yeah. How has oh, that gosh. played into, like, people's... Yeah, what they call them lockdown. Lockdown drills. Lockdown yeah. drills. Yeah, like what? I mean, that's kind of a like I, I'm. I didn't grow up like that's something I, I'll never. I never knew. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I graduated before metal detectors. Like they put metal detectors in my high school about two years after I graduated. So it was like I could come and go, and it was. Uh, How often do they do the lockdowns? Um, they, they haven't done one in a while, but they're, but they're like mandatory. Like they have to do a certain amount of fire drills within like a couple months. They already did it. They try not to do it in the cold so that. Okay. So no one has to go outside. And then, um, and then lockdowns. I feel like I haven't had one forever, but, um, the teachers try to make it feel very real for the kids. Like, just like, not like in a bad way, but just so like. Yeah, no, that's good. So just they so know, you can yeah. sort of get a like a feeling for like my math teacher will say like it's because so you need to be on the the same side as the door so like the door will be here you have to lot like uh sit like on the same side in the corner so they can't see you through the door and uh sometimes they do like they put like tinted do you guys have door stops yeah hanging in your door mm-hmm. you know why because if you put it on the inside. They can't when they in. can't, when they try to open that door, that door won't open. That's why, yeah, that's a good thing. To yeah, do. so they're definitely taking some measures. We, yeah. uh, we had a, we actually had a lockdown 
thing at my work. We had the sheriffs came in and did this like hour and a half class, which was really it was. I it mean, is it was, good. I think it was that like two hours. It was like an hour and a half or two hours. It was good. It was it was really good. But he said it too. He's like, because uh, you know, one of my one of my coworkers, some gun hot dog, and uh, he thinks he's you know he thinks he's GI Joe, <laughs> and uh, he he tried to give the sheriff you know the run for his money saying well if you know if a shooter comes and i'm there i'm gonna take him out and the cop goes yeah really he goes how many rounds you shoot a week and he said i, I don't know maybe 50 maybe if, if i'm lucky maybe 100 so that's you know that's a pack of bullets a week yeah that's pretty good right? cop goes dude he goes he goes that's nothing he goes you know what it's like to shoot a gun after you shoot it once a week he goes, you're doing one of these. Oh, sure. He goes, don't don't tell me it's like that you're going to shoot anybody. He's like, it doesn't work that way. He's like. But, I mean, there are people that are. Well, it's, there's people that have thousands of rounds. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, there are people, have, you know, there are people that have, have saved lives by, you know. Oh, well, I, I'm not. I, I, I don't debate that. I just don't think it makes anybody safer. More guns doesn't make anybody safer. I'm sorry. You'll never win that argument with me. Not on my opinion. No, I know. But more guns doesn't make anybody safer. I think it makes everybody less safe, to be honest with you. Hmm. We all have opinions. (laughs) And they all stink. (laughs) They all stink. (laughs) They all stink. They're all like... They're all like assholes. They all stink. But I think, um, kind of going back to what you were saying with... um, you know, doing the lockdowns in school and, and social media, I think kids are almost um, almost forced to grow up a little bit more. Like you were saying with your daughter, like, you know, you, you're not it's not really age appropriate yet. But at the same time, it's like this stuff's happening. So right. And it's like, it's who knows when to, she'll be faced right. with it at her age or, you know. Right. So here's another question. Do you have a, a police officer in your school? Yes, absolutely. Everyone loves him, too. Like they, uh, like. Do you guys feel safer? Yeah, and we talk to them a lot too. Cool, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, okay, I just it's, wasn't sure because I'm sure in some places it's probably not a good situation. Yeah. And like where I pro- where I went to school, it's probably not a good situation for everybody. Well, you never know. Things have changed. Yeah, things have changed. Things haven't changed that much. No, but I like to think that you know some people are more open to it, and um, you know it it helps if the officer is. Is you know friendly. friendly to the he kids. Really well, that's true. I mean, as long as they interact, as, yeah, as long as they interact and interacts, develops a good rapport with the. Yeah, exactly. They'll, you know, he'll walk down the hallways and stuff and yeah. say hi to them. Is it a sheriff or is it a regular? I is it a? Because I don't think guys have sheriffs up here. And, I, 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 a, no, I think it is a sheriff. I don't know actually, but we do have sheriffs up here. He's, but. he's like. Only in the school. He's like a like a he. Oh, is he a school? In the school, right? But he's probably actually. A police officer. Yeah, right? I think he's probably he's an like yeah. he's probably like an off-duty police officer that's like doing overtime or whatever. Because mm-hmm. some I know that there's some of those like that too. Some of those programs like that. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely a police officer for sure. That's cool though. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering how that worked too. Yeah. Because I'm and I'm sure it's different everywhere too. You know, but again, it does really depend on the relationship. Yeah, that's developed. and I, again, I think it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I think it's you know taking another measure that you know. I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad measure. No, 
absolutely not. I don't think so. I think it's you know, especially if the kids feel safer and you know, well, even the student, even as as long as as long as it makes the situation easier for everybody and the staff too. You know, that's what I'm saying. As long as it makes the situation easier for everybody, sure, and doesn't make it unduly stressful for people just because, right? And I think that goes with anybody. You know, any. You know, any interactions with any human being, whether they're professional or, or whatever, you know, you get a bunch of a group of people together, you're going to have different attitudes, different personalities. You know what I mean? So it's it's whether or not like, you know, if 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 you don't like kids, you never wanted kids, you don't become like a, you know, a preschool teacher or something like that. You know, no, <laughs> it's just going to be a, it's just going to be, a, you know, yeah. you just don't do it. That's no. Yeah, that's true. You're right. If you're the size of Will Foley, you don't become a basketball player. That's true. You're right. <laughs> Hell, you don't become an athlete at all. <laughs> become some struggling, strumming... Musician. <laughs> strumming, you know. Underpaid, overworked. Bald. <laughs> bald. Self-worthless person. Uh, I'm just my self-worth comes back a little bit every day. What it's is up to about a dollar seventy-eight today? Do you know what that Experiencing is? Experiencing MDD, uh, major depressive disorder. Oh, <laughs> I just said it like the beginning of the episode too, and I'm sitting here trying to read this. Yeah, well, well, no, it's just it's, you're not supposed to read those. Those are for the you know those are for the the non-lay people, I think. Oh. But, hey, you know, the Internet is beautiful. For those yeah. Things. Well, no, this is actually a pretty cool little... says, um, one study found that six months after the 9-11 World Trade Center terrorist attacks, 8% of New York City's school children were experiencing MDD. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure they were. 7%. So, <coughs> wow, yeah, that's... More than half, yeah. PTSD, sleep problems, and you know, and and it's a, it's a cycle that will just kind of um, feed the next problem, really. You know, as you were saying earlier, well, there, it's, if it's you have some sleep, it's sip, sleep problems. If your diet, you know what I mean, it's just right. going to affect your it's, mental health. Affects everything else. So yeah, I think if we go back to the the old ways where things were more simple and and uh, you know le- the less is more policy. Yeah, in a lot of in a lot of ways, less is more for sure. Um, less TV, less shitty food, less you know, less uh, information. Yeah, maybe less, even less shitty information, less information altogether. Less shitty people. Yeah, that's hard. I to... think shitty people add a lot of well, sure. undo undoness to it all. Undoness. Yeah. Well, you know. Unpunus. Unpunus. That's right. Can't be. Can't be in poo corner, man. If you're, if you're a pooey person. If you're a pooey person. You're a shithead. Can't do that. Man. Yes. <laughs> what you got there? Uh, it's just a, they talk about childhood trauma, and um, I'm just I I was just looking at some statistics. Uh, influences such as parental relationship problems, abuse. And exposure to violence can increase the risk of mental health problems. Oh, for sure. So you have a kid coming to school who doesn't get a good night's sleep because... 
His parents, parents are, fighting. are fighting. Somebody's getting whopped upside the head. Or that, yeah. Or you he know, may be getting whopped upside right. the head. Something and, worse. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And then he goes to school, and then, you know, God forbid if the teachers or staff don't understand what's going on at home. Well, right. And then they're giving, you know, him trouble on top of it. That's... And then he could be giving other people trouble. Or he could be giving other people trouble in the class and disrupting, the, you know, the learning in, in different classes with other kids. So what we're trying to tell you is you don't smack your kids. That's what we're trying to tell you. That's what we're trying to tell you here. And don't smack podcast. your parents That's either. That's right. Don't smack your spouse. Don't smack anybody. Okay. Don't smack anybody. Don't even smack your knee. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can wave to your knee and say hi to it. Oh, hi, hi knee. Ah, <laughs> yay! Yay! That's the joke of the day here in Above Ground Podcast. That's right. Woo-hoo. We make you <laughs> laugh every week. See, mental health isn't funny, but we make it funny. That's right. We're bringing we're putting a different spin on it. You know. That's right. Next time you turn on like a. A wellness podcast, or a, or you know, somebody that's talking about it, and you hear the the, the little chimes and the, and the soft music, ding, ding, and ding. hi, we're going to be talking about uh, depression today. We're going to be talking about Timmy's feelings. Yes, <laughs> and my feelings are very um, real. How are your feelings? Mine are very guarded today. Guarded, oh yes. It's okay to have guarded feelings. The gatekeeper will not let them out. <laughs> My heart is under wraps. Yeah, we're none of that crap. We're gonna bring it um, straight, straight from the hyena's mouth. Yeah, and positive thinking doesn't fucking work. It does work. No, no, it works. If you don't feel like you're a superstar, you ain't gonna be a superstar. You're a loser. <laughs> no, don't say. Oh man, this is gonna. This is for the kids. This episode, man. You're swearing, man. Come on, man. Yeah, Positive thinking. There's there's definitely a a, a place for that. With, then, with the right. voice, really. Well, you don't have to have the voice. We can yeah, joke around like this. And, you gotta have the deep radio voice. Yes. Hey. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Anything else you want to add to this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything you want to add? We kind of went off the rails a little bit. That one. What is it? Is that the? Yeah, read it. You gotta the, read it loud. Um, the one of the notes in in health class was that uh. She said that suicide is the second most cause of death for ages between 10 and 24. Yes, that is a fact. That is a startling fact. It is a startling fact. It's a startling fact that what you've said earlier and what I've said before <clears throat> is that it become that that's even an option. Right. It's like, like when where did, did it that become, even come? Like when did it actually become yeah, an option? I don't know. I mean, I I, I suppose it's always been an option but it's but for a it's, 10 year old it's yeah for, for a 10, 10 year old, year old no, i mean jesus i i you know i tell the story i i my first experience was my junior year of high school and i showed up for choir so what's that practice, 15 uh junior year 16 16 16 yeah 16 Showed up for choir on Monday morning. I think I remember this story. And there was a girl missing from there. I believe she was a soprano. And her name was Sue. And uh, they actually read her name Saturday night at the Dustin Mealy concert, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, Patty, oh, that is Patty cool. McQuaid, the, the mother of Dustin Mealy, who the concert, the memorial is named after, um, 
asked if there was anybody's names. And that's Patrick's cool. Sister, that she... Patrick's sister was there. Yeah, she, she, came up, she, she saw yep. me. Eileen was there, and she came up and gave me a big hug. Her husband came up and gave me a hug. Cool. They heard his name read because I gave Perfect. all the names. And uh, very cool. Turns out that she died over the weekend, and she died by self-inflicted gunshot to the head. And we don't really. I I know it's not proper etiquette to talk about means, but most suicides by firearm are never women they're always men yeah that's what they were talking about in they're health. always men and for a girl to hmm. end her life in such a violent manner was very was very uh, heartbreaking to me did they bring it, it up stuck. in school did they talk about it at all back then uh, we talked about it a little bit we had a counselor for like a day if we wanted to go talk um, but you know the funny thing is is that for my age range it wasn't taboo to talk about because we had fade to black <laughs> and, 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 and I'm serious I know though. I know, I, I know. I, I, that's, I'm, I'm not using that as a joke no like, I know that's not I a know. joke I mean, no but it's, it's funny because that's I, a legitimate I equated that, that earlier I think we were talking about it and, and that's the first song that came into my mind so yeah, so definitely that that song. It's just that's why I'm laughing because you just said it, and before I was even thinking it, we were right. we were discussing about it, and I was in my head. I'm going at ten years old, like, like the only thing that I came close to it was that song because I remember, and, and that's exactly what it's about. Yeah. So it's well. In it's fact, what, I think when I heard it, I didn't realize what it was about, but I just remember uh-oh. like I had uh, like the lyrics, some of the lyrics in it. But so. it's 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 scary that that's become yeah oh absolutely an scary an option but i think hey thank you for uh thank you for popping in mm-hmm. any other time you want to make a cameo you can sweet you know we'll make sure we post your you know your your headshot and show <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so, for listening yeah, thanks for listening. This is a different episode. We got this together because uh, Tim and I needed to get an episode done this week. Yeah. So this is literally recorded a few days before it comes out, actually. So it's pretty live for us, man. About as live as, yeah, <laughs> live as it gets. Live, it's as live as it gets right now. When does it come out? Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday? Week from, yeah, a week from yesterday. So yeah, we're recording this on Thursday. So this will be out on Wednesday next week. Every Wednesday, new episode. Yep, check Spotify, check Apple, check Stitcher, check Google Play, check Libsyn, check all that stuff. Check it all. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. Do it. You won't. Do it. You won't. (laughs) 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 All right. I think that wraps up another episode. What do you say? You got it. Be well. Be safe. Be above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, 
call 911 or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Be well, be safe, be above. <laughs>